0: Gonna drink all this beer. Mm, mm, mm. Yum yum <coughs> yum yum yum. Asahi, I love Asahi. It's my favorite beer. Ooh. It's a nice little song. Why would you like it? Because it's it's super dry. I don't even know what that means. And they put it in quotation marks because it's like dry, but it's <coughs> what is that? It's wet for a start. What what does that mean? Well, I don't know. It's like dry white wine. There's no such thing as a dry white wine. Do you know what a dry white wine is? What? Glass. It is an evaporated drink. It is bullshit, to write that on there. But I do enjoy it, because like I said too early, it's a crisp... It is a crisp drink. It's like a bud, but with a flavour. It's an efficient Japanese beer. Not like this lazy Dutch stuff we've got down there. Heineken. Ugh. Sloppy. Gassy. I've got some mean time. Oh, that's you. just hipster brews. I'm just surrounded by beers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. That's a London pale ale. It is. Did someone on like Penny Farthing bring that round for you? Yes. Did they do their adverts on Wax Cylinder? <laughs> Buenos nachos. Gory, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. Are you fluent? No. I feel fine. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are. My name is Kai J. Matthews and I am joined, as always, by Hollywood Fletch. How's it going, Hollywood Fletch? Hey, you are? Right? Yeah, I'm alright. Yeah. Enjoying your brews? I'm Eating enjoying some, my some beer. Brunch. I'm enjoying my beer. Yeah. It is hot today. it's been hot for a while, everywhere, all, all over the world, world, I imagine. I feel quite good. You've got appropriate clothes up. Last time you came around, you were basically dressed up like one of Jack Nicholson's Joker's goons from Batman. <laughs> it what, was the hottest day of the year, I believe. Yeah, so you fell asleep on the grass, like, like one of the cats. I did. Because you were too hot. <laughs> but I wouldn't take your denim jacket off. wouldn't take your denim jacket off. off. In fact, you came in to, to put it back on. So yeah, now we come around with shorts. On. I felt naked. You're looking a bit Dex's Midnight Runners today, with you, Rick. With your neckerchief. Come on, Come Oh my god, you startled me then. Yeah. Don't frighten me with the Dexys Midnight Runners. That, that's it, that's the only bit I know of that song. Come What song is that? Come on, Eileen, obviously. I love the video to that song because it's like a dystopian future where everyone has to wear denim dungarees. In a future where everyone's forced to become chimney sweeps. Yeah. Selling pegs and doing the chimneys. Yeah. And they're just like the street punk gang on the corner. Yeah. And the girl from Smack the Pony. She's, she's in the video for that. What's her name? Sally. Sally, what's her face? Don't talk about Smack the Pony. Like, nearly 50% of our listenership is in the States. And you're talking about Smack the Pony. She's in films as well. Isn't she in like all those Hugh Grant films? <laughs> she's like one of those, she's like, oh yes. Hmm. It's too regional, mate. It's too, too regional. Alright, well... She was in Taskbuster. What? You remember that, Taskbuster? A great worldwide show. I forget it. Forget it. Yeah, yeah stop. I will stop. I will stop. Magic Mark's not, not here this week. Mark's, Mark's watching the film elsewhere on his own, so we're going to keep... We'll, we'll check in with Mark every now and again. Is that, is that, is that yeah. okay? he wasn't a fan of this film, so... He really doesn't like he it. He didn't like it. So we've it. turned him down on the Skype. So yeah, turned him down. And, and we're now. having a separate. Let's have a, what's, what's he saying now? What's he? What's hang he on, doing? Hang on, now? hang on, hang on. I then gave it minus one love heart for having Kid Rock on the soundtrack because he's a homophobic cunt. Oh, he's fucking livid. He's, he's hanging on the telephone <laughs> like the Blondie classic. Uh, fucking Batman book came today, Fletch. The one I bought at the start of lockdown. Imagine my excitement, I come downstairs, like a child on Christmas Day. Papa, papa, the postman has been. I come down, it's like, oh, it's a book from America, a package from America. I rip, I rip the packaging asunder, and the book just clipped it off. It was the book ripped in two halves that they sent me. They sent you two halves of a Batman book? Yeah, it was the full book, but split down the middle, so like, a, like a cake. The spine had split. Yeah, completely severed it. Oh. It, severed, it was like Wolf Creek, they it severed the spine. I mean, you could still read it, though. You? No, I can't, because if I pick that book up, I'm just angered by it. I can't, so I threw it away. You're shaking. So if anybody has got a copy of The Further Adventures of Batman, it's a paperback. The short stories with the likes of Isaac Asimov writing stories about the Joker of Batman and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had so it want I Yeah, because I got so happy because I, I remembered this book and I looked it up and I found it. And we're going to have to turn you down and as it, well. And then, it, and then it came. And then it came, Fletch. It came and it was in two fucking arms. I still haven't had t-shirt my t-shirt, the Casanova Valentine t-shirt. So I'm just going to wait for a second until he's calmed down and I'll turn him back up and all. Let's have a look. But it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I'm not really that bothered. I didn't really want the book anyway. I mean, they gave me a refund, but that's not the point, Fletch. I don't want money. <clears throat> Having a sake. Okay. Oh. 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 Everyone's been so negative today and I don't like it. Oh, good, good times, good times. So, the year 2000, Fletch. Sports films. You like a sports film? I you? love sports films. You love a sports films. film. Why don't we do a sports film this week? What have we done this week on Super Tap Film Club, Fletch? Ready to rumble? Let's get ready to rumble. Oh Jesus! Let's get ready to rumble. Get ready, bit bitty. I'm just mad, I'm blind and I'm only seventeen. What part of forty percent? There are people in Leeds that listen to this. What don't you understand about regional humor references? Does anyone? Does anyone in the States know Anton They I bet they do. Do they know? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Is that on in America? Someone, someone just let us know on Instagram if you know Anton Dekker. Don't Google it, just tell us, if you don't know, then don't bother And uh Jeff man, I am blind and I'm always a teen. I know she's been there. I, I can smell her perfume Do you remember Biker Grove? Spuggy uh, Remember when Spuggy watched Nightmare on Elm Street and she couldn't sleep for weeks? So Freddy Krueger came to the door, oh! But it was a postman Stop talking about Biker Grove Biker Biker Grove! Oh. WCW fan, Fletch? Were you a WCW fan? No, I didn't really watch WCW when I was a kid. I would have been the right age for this film. I would have been twelve when this film came out. But it's only like a year later that the uh, the invasion happened. Yeah, I remember the invasion because that was all. That was those were the WCW guys I knew. There was Booker T, and yeah. there was. Um, that bloke. Yeah, that was about it, wasn't it? Sean it was, Stasiak. No, there was that. Chuck Palumbo. No, that was that other bloke. Mike Awesome. No. I know he was the ECW one. The one with the hat. The one with the hat! Buff Bagwell! Yes! Buff <laughs> Bagwell! <laughs> is Buff, Buff Bagwell's not in this? He's not, is he? No, where's Buff Bagwell? Because in my head, he's like a classic WCW wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I grew up on WCW. Because because I was watching because I was watching the WWE. <laughs> And they're like, WCW invading! It's bloody Booker T! He's the 5 time champion! And Buff Bagwell! And also Buff Bagwell! Well, that's Sting, Hulk Hogan. They'll be here in a bit. Don't worry about them guys. They'll be coming in about two years, when the contract's out. Yeah, I mean, I knew who Hulk Hogan was, obviously. Brother. But I thought he was lame. I thought he was shit. He's a bad man in WCW. Yeah, but I always thought he was shit. Even with the uh, two-tone Tash? That's how you know a man's evil. Well, I'll dye me Tash, I i not leave me stubble. I didn't really properly encounter him until later on. That's Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. But I always knew him as the red and yellow Hulk Hogan. And he's just a big, bold man with a dad Tash. What are you on about? Well, he was, wasn't he? He was, well... he's just a big, bold man with a dad Tash. Talk Hogan, yeah. And That just I was like, "Whoa, that's not cool." Well, either way, I was more into WCW as a kid, purely because I used to watch WCW on a Saturday morning. She'd go out with my dad on a Saturday. We always go for go to Greasy Spoon for a breakfast and go and get his hairs cut. Yeah, yeah, get his hairs cut and then go and see me now. And then it used to be all the uh, world of sport. All that shenanigans. Then, 1985, got rid of World of Sport, replaced it with some Yankee Doodle Dandy wrestling, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Put it on, there he is, mate, there he is, woo! Fighting another man, going, woo! It was woo on woo action the first time I saw it. It was sting on flair. Did you have like a favorite on World of Sport when you used to watch it as a kid? No, I can't really remember it, if I'm perfectly honest. I can't remember much about it, I just remember my nan losing a shit at it. Uh, There's obviously your Mick McManus, your big daddy. Giant Haystacks. Giant Haystacks, yeah. They're all there. One of my dad's friends, actually, Tony Walsh. He's a friend of my dad's. He's an old uh, Wilder Sport wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've done quite a bit of work with uh, Keith Myatt. He was a Wilder Sport wrestler as well back in the day. Do you know what I remember as a kid? What's that? Gangrel coming up through his ring of fire. And uh, I remember as a child thinking that is the most coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I remember seeing Gangrel on the computer game. I think that was the first time I saw Gangrel coming out from the floor. Oh yeah, because we had the Attitude game, oh, where God. you could bloody people up. And, Did um, you play the Attitude game? Yeah, because me and my brother, we'd turn the blood mode on. We'd have a, a handicap match against Gangrel, and then beat him <laughs> up. And then we'd beat the shit out of him, so he was covered in blood. Mm. And then we'd let him win, so you'd see him on the titantron at the end. Covered in blood. Yeah. Good t- I thought that game was rotten. I could never get me... I had that on the Dreamcast. I couldn't do it. Because it was like, back, back, square, square, but didn't get that. All I ever got when I played it, because I always, I was always hawk or animal, yeah. and they just sort of did this stance in front of each <laughs> other. Their ready stance is like... For the purpose of our listeners, Malachi is... Readying myself for... Rhythmically moving his shoulders around. <laughs> I'm readying myself for war against a uh, headbanger mosh. <laughs> my mum told me to stop playing it because I got too angry yeah well I was trying to I got pretty far in it and I was trying to fight Jeff Jarrett and he kept reversing every single one of his moves yeah and I was fuming I fucking hated Jeff Jarrett after that when I'd see him on telly because then he then he he came he joined the uh, WWE didn't he yeah do you know what he was doing in, in the year 2000 what he was the head of NWO 2000 the shit NWO. Oh. One of the many shit NWOs. I hated Jeff Jarrett. I said, yeah. He made me so mad. Oh, do you remember when he caught he fought Kurt Angle for the custody of a child? On TNA. Terrible, terrible behaviour. Oh, sorry, we were reminiscing. Set adrift on memory bliss of oh, Wrestling of the Nineties there for a little bit, oh. were we? Yeah. Good times, good times. So yeah, this is technically WCW's last attempt to try and get some money in for this, wasn't it, Fletch? This was this was going to save them, this movie. Yes. Yeah. It didn't. What what happened percentage-wise with the uh, budget and... Oh, well, um, it cost $25 million to make. Yeah. They made back not even half of that. They made $12 million. Yeah. It didn't do very well. It didn't do well. No, considering... I mean, culturally, it's very on the mark for the time. Yeah, but because it... Because just... at the time, all the other films... Where you had all the gross-out humor, uh, Jackass was like huge, and you had all like the the twenty-something or teenage slackers. Yeah, in your films. American pies. Yeah, your American pies, your Kevin Smith films, <sighs> oh, the things Kevin like Kevin Smith film. Got this really acute awareness of its own era. I don't know. I don't know. Twelve-year-old me would have ate this up. Would have loved it. Yeah. So let's me. watch it with twelve-year-old eyes. Let's place. do it. Let's <laughs> do it. The start of the film starts with old wrestling magazines old pictures of like Sid Vicious, Abdul the Butcher and people like that old pe- Bruno San Martino all them fellas Did you not like that? I did like that, yeah, because I used to get all those old magazines and that's what to me, that's what I remember seeing Abdul the Butcher crazy fella fighting Cactus Jack be like, what's this? I need to fight this! See, see, Yeah. you know what, I think you've convinced yourself that you don't like this film but over the course of this episode you're going to turn that around i got a feeling i got a feeling that you're going to change your mind okay, okay. so two slackers are talking to a group of kids outside of a, a, a 7-Eleven a spa I don't know what they call it a co-op the garage a convenience a convenience store. convenience store yeah talking about how Jimmy King is the best wrestler of all time Jimmy King who is Jimmy King? who is Jimmy King? well he's Clearly Jerry the King Lawler, isn't he? Yeah, he is, maybe. <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler with, with a bad Dusty Rhodes yeah, voice. Yeah, he's Jerry the King Lawler, but he talks like Dusty Rhodes. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, played by Oliver Platt. You've seen him in stuff, you know of Oliver Platt? You're aware of his work? Uh, crocodile, is a crocodile film. Lake Placid. Yeah. He's he was also, in Lake Placid. He's got a sudden drawl in that as well, maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Flatliners. Classic. He's in Flatliners. He's the he's the scared. Oh, that's he's the scared a, one, isn't he? That's a Malachi film. That is. Flatliners is amazing. What do you mean that's a Malachi film? Well, do, you, do you love Flatliners? I, well, I do. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I haven't watched the remake. I can't bring myself to do it. Oh, I think you should do it. The know. remake? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. No. I used to knock around with a band called Billy Mahoney. The two lads, the teen boys, that are clearly not teenagers. They're not teenagers. They're yeah. in the early 20s, aren't they? I don't know. Gordie Boggs, played by David Arquette, from all the screen movies. You mean former WCW champion David Arquette? Yes, yeah, that is that is that is true. He is a former WCW champion, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. caveat to this film, isn't there? Well, there is, yeah. Funnily enough, we found out that um, as soon as we've stopped writing the script for this uh, I popped my internet machine on my television my smart TV what pops up as soon as I put it on? David Arquette's doing a film, isn't he? David Arquette's doing a film called You Cannot Kill David Arquette it's as if the universe spoke to us to do this film hmm. do you know what it's about? David Arquette's shitty life after this film basically, yeah oh yeah. Dear. he fights Nick Gage and nearly dies he did he yeah. had the death match against Nick Gage silly goose and got his next Neck cut open. Yeah. Do you know who would have survived that? Who? Akira. Akira would. Akira Oh, by the way. Yeah. Kudos on the headband. Thank you. Oh, he's got the same headband. The same he? headband. Yeah. Kumate. Kumate. He's, oh, I hope he comes to England. For mate, that. mate. If if Akira was in this film, people would be raving about it. Yeah. If he should have been WCW champion. Well, like he should. So. Well, he was. He wasn't born then. <laughs> he's, a, he's a young whippersnapper of a lad. Um, he's like, he's kind of like Takamichi if Takamichi was like, death match. Okay. <laughs> what, you mean he's evil? Yeah, because he's like martial arts mastery. He's the death samurai. He is the death samurai, of course he is. You love a don't you? He's though. wicked though, isn't he? I oh, know he is. Jim, well, me and you watched this match. We've seen a few of them since he since he popped up on the scene. He's just suplexing everybody. Yes, yeah. Big lads, bosh. Up that wrestling move. Now we're going to jump off a house. I just want to watch some wrestling. Yeah. We can watch some wrestling after this. Okay. So yeah, Jimmy King, best wrestler in the world, baby. He's like a rubbish Jerry Lawler. That's what he is. So I mean, he's sh- like Jerry Lawler. Well, then. he's like Jer- Jerry Lawler, yeah. Very much. The shot clerk comes out to tell. He's, he tells the losers to bugger wow. off. He's like. Stop hanging around outside here and he chucks the bikes of the kids. He's like, get rid. Do you mean Ahmet Zappa? That is Ahmet Zappa, son <laughs> of Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa, the jazz man. Famous jazz man. <laughs> Frank Zappa's <laughs> son's in this film. He is, yeah. <laughs> but he, he is. He's got nothing to do with wrestling, but he's in it. <laughs> okay. Where else has he been in? Uh, he was in a band with his brother. Okay. called Z that I've got actually got their album double album Shampoo Horn on vinyl. <laughs> uh, in which he's, he's in a band with his brother uh, Dweezel Zapper. Right. Dweezil right. Wait. Z- Wait, hold on, what, Dweezel Zapper, Dweezel Zapper. Dweezel is his brother. His sister's called Moon Unit. Dweezel Zapper. Dweezel Zapper one of the best guitarists in the world, is he? Yeah, he's ridiculous. On that album he uh, he plays there's a band, uh, there's a song on there where he plays a fretless guitar. Dweezel Zapper sounds like sounds like some kind of contraption that you'd buy off the uh, the shopping channel to get rid of your blackheads. He just pumped out riffs. Uh, in in recent years, obviously Frank Zappa's dead. God rest his soul. At time of recording. At, at time of recording, yes, I'm afraid that Frank Zappa was dead. I think he still is dead. Dweezel Zappa went on tour doing fr- doing. Zappa does Zappa, where he went on tour with Zappa's band, and he played all of his dad's bits along with a with a video screen. It goes quite good. It's really it's quite moving. At times, it's better than that fucking Dio robot that they had, and the fucking dancing all over Tupac's grave. I love Tupac hologram. Oh. He's like a Jedi ghost rising from the ground to dance with Snoop Dogg. Imagine that to, to your Snoop Dogg's brain. He's like a Jedi ghost. Do you know that's what I wanted at my funeral. What, two packs to come out the ground? No, I want <laughs> I want you guys to put me on like a, a pyre, like Darth Vader, and burn it. Yeah. And I'm gonna have like a projector, projecting my Jedi ghost on the wall, and I'll just be there in a robe, just kind of- Just nodding. Just smiling and nodding at you all. Next to Yoda. so, yeah, the So I be stood there next to Yoda. Yeah. Just smiling. And Darth Vader with his mask off, his big eggy face. Yeah. That's a good idea, right? Yeah. He comes outside and he says, wrestling IS FOR RETARDS! And he, he mocks their love of Jimmy King, and he chucks the kids' bite to the ground, like that. He says, you guys are dumb. Dumb as paint. Like, really fucking dumb paint. But Jimmy King is the people's champ. He's immortal, and he can raise the dead. So, Fletcher, that means he's technically better than The Rock, The Undertaker, and Hulk Hogan. Do you know what? Yeah, He is. I think he is, yeah. And one of the kids says, can he really raise the dead? Because my dog's dead and he's buried in the, in the sand pit. Dead dog joke. Dead dog joke. Brilliant. It says no, but tomorrow night King is gonna. Hold th- on, who's saying all of this? Oh! Sorry, I forgot to mention. Excuse you! I got ahead of myself. Sean Dawkins, he's the partner in crime to Gordy. He's played by none other than Scott Kahn. Son of James Kahn. Son of Kahn. Son Not, of... not Kahn! No, Kahn as in James Kahn from. Yeah. Has he been in any of the films we've done before? He's in the Tap River. <gasps> What's he doing in the river? Santa's sleigh with Goldberg. Oh, yeah, he wants he get smashed to bits at the start, doesn't he? Goldberg. Ba-de-ba-ba. Guess who's in this film? Goldberg. Of course he bloody is. WCW film, baby. WCW, baby. He said, no, but tomorrow night, King is going to beat DDP's ass. And we're going to be there because we're going to Monday Night Nitro. <laughs> That's the kind of noise they make. David Arquette. Gordy, he's sat on the ground reading comics having a slush puppy, he takes a big gulp and this is where you get Gordy's sugar rush trip. Gets a brain freeze. Gets a brain freeze, yeah. He goes into the shop, he goes up to the counter and he demands a king sized slush puppy from uh, the son of Zappa and he says, what do you want your boob? And Zappa start, he starts ranting, he starts slapping his face like a wrestler. He, because David Arquette is a penny short. He says, that's not good enough, you boob. You Jimmy King-loving boob. He says he's a big fat loser in, in sissy tights. And he goes, I'm going to open up a fresh can of whoop on your boy. He's doing all that. woo Crazy eyes. And the shot turns into a wrestling ring. Zappa tags in Randy Savage. Randy Savage is Ooh, there. Oh, take me in, brother. Just when you thought. Just when you thought. All those names we just said. Oh, we didn't mention him. We didn't mention Brandy Savage is in this film. But he's also dressed... Like Bonesaw. Like Bonesaw in another famous cameo. Bonesaw is ready! Have a Slim Jim. And this is why... Or a pepperoni for our British listeners. This is why I like this film. Yeah. Because it's got wrestlers in it. It's got loads of wrestlers. So it it turns into a wrestling ring. But David Arquette needs a partner. Who is it? Who is it? He's fat Jerry Lawler. (laughs) It's Jimmy King! You keep saying fat Jerry Lawler and he shit was. Jerry Lawler, but that is Jerry Lawler. Yeah, I suppose it You're is. You're going to have to find a different identifier for I'll this I'll just call game. him Jimmy. <laughs> I'll just keep it as Jimmy. It's us him the King! Regal Music Plays, David and Jimmy, they win the imaginary match. But before that, David Arquette smashes his face. He defenestrates his own head. His own head into a fridge. They win the match with double axe handles crowning them. Jumping off the fridges. I like news like that as well, where they've got just a really old timey name for just hitting someone. Yeah, ax handle. I remember doing it. Yeah, doing a show with Jester once, and he did the double ax handle, and everyone went. And he went, "Yeah, I'm bringing it back." <laughs> <laughs> nitro girls appear, Fletch. I we know it's WCW. Used to love the Nitro girls. They what? They appear in the shop. Did they? <laughs> yeah, they appear in the shop, start dancing, but it's it's all just a dream. This it's, is an elaborate scene. It is, but it's all just a, a dream, Fletch. It's a serious sugar dream. He says, "I've got serious brain freeze. All of this icy sugar blocked up my nog nog." Yeah. Blocked up his nog nog. Blocked up his nog nog. So he goes in to get a new slushy, and he gets that new slushy by sticking his finger right up his ass, and he sticks his stinky finger under the na- under the nasal passage of, of Zappa, and he's like, "Oh!" It smells like arse. I'll get you another one. I'm really so- sorry. While he's on the way in the shop, though, Sean says to him, Why does it look like you got your finger on your bum? And he says, because I, because I have. Because I've got my finger on my bum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please turn up and frisk the uh, kids. It's Gordy's dad. He wants Gordy to carry on the family tradition of being a cop. But he's a fucking loser. He's just interested in wrestling. He said, Gordy, wrestling's fake! Says his dad. Gordy screams in his face, Wrestling's not fake! Interesting And he tells his dad he's going to be a wrestler And his dad just scoffs at him <laughs> Wrestling is for little boys Little boy When you're going to be a cop Because when you're a cop you're a man And then <laughs> You just scared the cat with your licks My licks scared the cat You are right. Oh, oh, oh Ooh, no hates me now The cat has turned away She turned her back to the me The cat is... The cat really looking away from Malachi. What, what I've done there, I've become my own worst enemy. <laughs> I love oh, the soundtrack to this film. There's, there's, well, it's varied. I'll say that about it. This is, yeah, but this is what I would have. This is what you were twelve. You'd have listened to Lit at this time. Oh yeah, Lit and like there's some Kid Rock later. There's a lot of Kid Rock. Yeah, and I know he's evil and shit now, but. Boom baba diggy diggy. Well, he was always, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's always been evil and shit. But we did. But I don't know. I was twelve. Yeah. He's a cowboy baby. Gordy and Sean, they're not. They they ain't got time for police work because they t- they clean toilets. They do honest work. They clean toilets at festivals and country fairs all across America. And tonight. They go to see Monday Night Raw once they've cleaned the toilets at the festival. Right, so, just so we're clear... Yeah? Gordy... Gordy? Is... David Arquette. Yes. Yeah. The son of this policeman who becomes a street punk and works at festivals and then eventually realises his dream of working in wrestling. Yeah. I mean, what... (laughs) 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 What... I, I don't know what you're getting out there. You are Gordy! No, I am not Gordy! You're Gordy! I've just realised it! You're Gordy! No. This but, has turned into a therapy session. Well, it hasn't really. You're Gordy. i like to think people don't hate me as much as they did David Arquette for doing wrestling things. You're Gordy. I can't quite well. Mind you, I never—I was never do, the WCW do, champion, was I? Do you? Do you? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been there. They, they... They, me. they all like, just said you look like Gareth Southgate, which I didn't know who that was, which made it even funnier. They were into. Oh. Anyway, I'm not joking. <laughs> Portillo shenanigans. They're Portillo shenanigans. He says, Sean goes, is like I need to, I need to go visit these facilities that we've just cleaned out." He's like, "I'm going to go in here. Don't, whatever you do, don't do any toilet shenanigans." He's like, "I won't do." What does he do, Fletch? Toilet shenanigans. Toilet shenanigans. Fills it full, fills it full of air. Do you think there's that, a lot of shit jokes in this? Do you think they did like a Portaloo prank because at the time, Jackass was the most popular thing on telly? Yeah, that's probably probably it probably is, isn't it? But it's, it's a lot of the humour is heavily feces based in this film. Hang on, no, I mean they've got a job with poo. Yeah, but that that's it. Alright, so that's it. They're not going to mention poo ever again. Well... Oh, well, we'll see. I'll hold you to that. I'll tell you. They go and order tacos at the drive-in. Oh, sorry. I forgot to say. Also, David Arquette is stunt double. Do you know who that is in this film? I do. Who is it? It's... Hurricane Shane Helms. It is Hurricane Helms, yeah. And do you know what the first move that he does in this film? Uh he does like a suplex to him. Yeah. Into some it, festival poo. Into some festival poo, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good work if you can get it. We've all been there. Well, we have. Also, interesting thing about that, Helms doubled for David Arquette. Yeah. Scott Kahn did all his own stunts. Good lad. So, Scott Kahn wrestled he did. Hurricane Helms. He did, yeah. And he did, he did some fucking wrestling. He, like he did like have... a takedown into like a Feynman's carry over his shoulders. Plopped him in the plot. Like, he must have actually learned how to wrestle, like at least, I bet he wrestled in college or something, what do you reckon? Maybe. Yeah. And it's interesting why they decided to put the WCW heavyweight title on the other guy. Yeah. Who doesn't actually wrestle in the film. <sighs> yeah, oh, speaking of which, should we, should we just have a little, Should we check in with uh, Magic Mark, see what he's doing, give him a little fade up? I wonder what he thinks about this. What does he think about this? So unfunny, like it's actively unfunny. They tried to be funny, but what they actually did was make me feel worse by watching it. Oh, it was awful! So yeah, they go to order tacos at a drive-in and uh, they want the uh, the Britney bear ass buffet. It just has to the girl called Britney, she's fit, she works there. But there's a girl called Wendy who works there, she's you know she's into wrestling. She's like, "You going to see DDP and the King tonight?" And they're like, "Yeah, we sure are. Of course we are." She's she's literally just Willow from the American Pie films. And they say you. Brittany says you guys are losers, and they say, "Would losers have tickets to Nitro tonight?" And she says, "Yeah," and she just chucks their food in the. What car. up. Bullshit. That is bullshit. We go to the wrestling. I love going to the wrestling. Do you? Well, I did. You did what? Well, before the, before the dark times came. Yeah, now we can't, now I can't stand near anyone, so... Well, we can't stand near anyone, no. We might be doing something soon, bab, we might be doing something soon. You might be able to stand near someone and watch someone fighting. Don't you worry. There's a northern treat to come in. So yeah, they eat their burgers, sitting on the back of the sewage van, shit dripping in the burgers. <laughs> <sighs> they don't care. They don't care, no. Well, to be fair, they've got it all over their hands anyway, so they might, might as well gobble it down like little, little brownies because they, they live in a poo van. Their world is the poo van. They are yeah. men of poo. They are men of poo. They are poo technicians. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've got rest bands that say, um, what would King do? WWKD. Wicked. Jungleless Massive. Wicked. <laughs> yeah. Old Lady Mackenzie. They go to see Miss Mackenzie clean out her poo pipes. Quick job. She said, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> to clean out her poo pipes. <laughs> but... <laughs> 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 they do? Go and clean out the poo pipes, and then say you're ready for the match tonight, the big match. And she says, "Oh yeah, Jimmy King is going to bitch slap DDP." Gets a t-shirt, a really tight, skinny one, because we want to watch the wrestling. I dress up like a street punk in shiny trousers. She does wear shiny trousers. It's like a shiny gilf. Shiny gilf. Mm. Yeah, that's your catchphrase, isn't it? That's. Yes, okay. Shiny gilf. If, that, if that's Power right, gilf. Yeah, if that's the level then, Fletch, then, yeah, that is my catchphrase. Excuse me. Honk, honk, Just Sh- gilf. <laughs> honk, honk, honk. You're like <laughs> Benny Hill. Yeah, I am. I am like Benny Hill. <laughs> you... Comedy genius. You spent the first part of this episode okay. complaining about all the poo jokes in this film, and now none of them land. And then you just sit there talking about them cleaning out an old lady's poo pipes. <laughs> Like he's some kind of big man. Who, oh, I can make the poo jokes. Only I may make the poo jokes around here. All of Arquette's family straight troopers. Yeah, they've got the big hats on. They Aviators, they eat their dinner in aviators. That was weirdly surreal and I liked it. Yeah. Because he's a street punk. He's a street punk. They, they love being cops, but he only has love for WCW. But he needs to be back home by 11 because it's a sport film. What's he got to do tomorrow? Police exam. He's got to do the police exam. It's a sport film. Yeah, it's like the SOT's in Rad. Exactly, exactly. It's like military school in Bill and Ted. Well, it's like military school in Bill and Ted. Yeah, but for cops. For, yeah, for cops. Did that trigger you a bit? Was, did your dad try and make you do the police exam? Uh, funny enough, no, no. I don't think I'm going. I'm going to World of sports to watch giant haystacks. I did go to the. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's been a bed of civic all to watch British Bulldog one afternoon. He's from London, London, England. He's from London, my home town of London, England. What's up? What's that, Winston? Yeah, the warlord will fill the poor of Michael Nelson. That's my little Dave Boy Smith impression. there. met his daughter couple, uh, last year. Oh, did you? Yeah, she was nice. Yeah, nice. She showed me. Uh, she showed me Sting's jacket. Know, no. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Yeah, when, when he was in the tag team with the British Bulldog, you know yeah. when they were on Baywatch. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. yeah. When he had the imag- that, I've got the figure upstairs in the room that you sleep in, still in the box. <laughs> that one. She showed me the real jacket of that. Saw Sting's oh, jacket. Bless- oh, I bet you got so excited. I did. Yeah. They, stayed, look, they She stayed late because my mate told her that obviously I'll, I'll, I'll be popping in. And she told he told her that I like Sting. You're a ludicrous Sting fan. Yeah, yeah. He brought me, she bought me Sting's coat to have a look at. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Oh. I'm not bothered about you, Dad. Get the Sting coat out. So yeah, yeah. I met, met his daughter, Georgina. Georgina Smith. Met her down at um, Blast from the Past. Wow. I I did. She started, popped in on the way home from work. Looked at some jackets. Oh. What a nice, what a nice person. Jackets from my ch- clothes from my childhood. That your heroes wore. Yeah. So I saw the British See, Bulldog a load of times. That's like that's like someone showing someone like Superman's Cape to Malachi. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I saw I saw the British Bulldog a load of time because another friend of my dad's yeah. uh, was actually Oh no, it's Tony Walsh! Funny Oh Jesus Christ, I've just realised. Tony Walsh, the guy that I was talking about from World of Sport, used to manage David Boy Smith after he retired. So that's how we used to go see David Boy Smith all the time. Because he was a friend of my dad's. The is the the guy that did the security anti. So your dad's not that anti-wrestling then? My dad's not anti-wrestling at all. So you're not like My dad's like he's been he took us to the WWF a few times when we were kids. So you're not exactly like Gordy then? No. (laughs) You're just a little bit like Gordy. He's come to see me wrestle a few times as well. It's WCW time It's Nitro Boom Rey Mysterio's there And he ain't got a mask on You can see his little face And he's got both his peepers He's got both his eyes He's got both his little eyes Of (laughs) course Seth Rollins Popped it out Like a little pickle Didn't he (laughs) He Lipped it out of his head Yeah We watched that Didn't we We did It was awful I wish we didn't It was fucking rotten They've got really shit seats They're right at the back But when They run all the way To the front Just before the main event Before uh, King is fighting DDP and they're right in front of the Nitro girls and they're like, oh look at that, the the head Nitro girl, Sasha played by... Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, yeah. Did she enjoy this film? (laughs) Being in this film, Fletch? Did she? I think you're asking, because you already know Rose McGowan absolutely hated this film. Yeah. Well... Sorry, Rose. Well, she's there, dancing with the rest of the Nitro girls to Girls, Girls, Girls. I mean, that says it. Why doesn't she like this yeah, film? <laughs> I think we just. Uh, <laughs> Questions and then discovered. Backstage, Titus Sinclair. Titus Sinclair. Uh, Goonies. Matrix man. Goonies man. Goonies Man-wig man, wig man. Goonies wig man. Matrix. Are you trying. Cypher. Cypher is, is, is the baddie. Are you trying to say Joe Pantaleano? Yeah, Joe Pantaleano. Yeah. Him. He's dressed up. As well, he's not dressed up as he's playing the part of Titus Sinclair, which was supposed to be Eric Bischoff, but he got sacked a few months before him, so they replaced him with uh, the fellow from The Goonies. I know you're a big fan of WCW, yeah, but I'm glad that Joe Pantoliano is in this film instead of Eric Bischoff. Why? I would have loved to have seen Eric Bischoff in that role because he's bad no. and better than ever. Bam! Coming out in his in his fucking kung fu costume. And he's just for men hair. It's just for men hair. Not anymore. He's like a silver fox now. But in 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 the nineties and two thousands, yeah, he looked like the after guy in a just for men advert. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But Eric Bischoff, I've got his signature next to the kettle in there. Every time I make a coffee in the morning. Eric Bishop says hello. Him and Taz, both there. Titus Sinclair backstage and he's he's with Goldberg and DDP and he's telling DDP the finish for the match and he's like, okay baby, yeah, that's it. Goldberg goes off and he's like, don't tell Goldberg this. Yeah, because Goldberg is the goody in this film. We're gonna change the finish. We're changing the finish. And DDP says, it sounds okay with me, brother. Because Titus Sinclair says, I remember I told you, remember I told you I take care of you, DDP. What's well, tonight's the night. Watch for me, brother. Oh, that DDP. He's a bad man. He's, a lit- he's an evil man. D- <laughs> Do you remember what he did to The Undertaker? He stalked his wife. He stalked his bloody wife. <laughs> what a bad man. What a bad man. I like. Do you remember when he took his mask off? Everyone went and everyone went, oh, oh. Everyone went, uh, oh, it's, it's, Oh, that's DDP. What? Uh, okay. 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 And then he became a life coach. Yeah, now he, now he's got the pasture where all the rest all the old wrestlers go. Yeah, and yeah. just eat grass. And Scott Hall is chewing the cud. Yeah, they don't going too old to make that wrestling milk now. <laughs> We're just gonna just send him, him and Jake Roberts out onto the pasture, just wandering around, nibbling nibbling <laughs> the cud, talking about Atlanta, <laughs> talking about that time. That <laughs> yeah, Call each other jabronis. Yeah, that's it. Oh. and they start rotting. <laughs> Because they get like, <laughs> they remember. So yeah, I, I like DDP. DDP's old man Sab farm. <laughs> I liked DDP in this film because he had a good bad guy ponytail. Oh, he's bad. He's very bad. He looked spikes. like his blonde ponytail. He looked like Stacy Keach. He, he did look like Stacy Keach. Oh my God! Ice cream van on the cat. Ice oh, cream. You're saying he looks mean. Is that what you're saying? You say you say that DDP looks mean. Yeah. But there's no one meaner than Mean Mean Gina. <laughs> And Mean Gene Oakland's in this, he's introducing the main event, God rest his soul. There's another dead person in this film. So yeah, DDP comes out to the ring, it's main event time, but he comes out to a shower of booze. Because he's, he is a shower of bastard. They ate him, they're like, fuck off, DDP. Ooh, Yeah. That's what I'm like. Old lady, she's at home, dressed in shiny trousers, watching it on TV. That's what I'm like it, um, when I go to the... You go to the wrestles. Yeah, when I go to the shows you're at and all. Yeah shouting I'm always like BOO! You- BOO! Malachi! Yeah Do you ever get high fives at Show Fletch? At the shows? Never Never? No Do you remember, Have you ever had a high five off Dan Maloney? No No? What happened when you went to high five Dan Maloney? I went to a Hope show and I tried to get a high five off Dan Maloney Yeah And he swore and he Flipped me off and he said I'm not your fucking friend you idiot! Did Bailey give you a high five? No has anyone ever given you a high five? Um No. Yeah. No, no they don't. No they don't. I know and I know you think that's hilarious. No. Yeah. But I don't think it's very funny because Well there's a there's a video of, of a match that I'm in where Michael did did Caden high five it? Michael Caden No oh, he pushes you out the way when you're in the crowd, didn't he? Oh! Ah ha 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 ha. Um Noir? He kissed it me. Did, did. He gave me a kiss, didn't he? Yeah. He's the sexiest man in wrestling. And he snogged me. Yep. Yeah. Good. Well, there you go then. That's better than touching the hand of Bailey. Mind you, Evil Bailey. Don't. Ooh. Don't. Evil Bailey. Mm-hmm. Stop it. She's just... Get the spray. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy King comes to the ring and everyone loves him. He's the champ. And he comes down and he, he, uh, he does a little rap, Fletch. <laughs> he does... Just... Kings of Rock by Run DMC. He does, yeah. Whilst adorned in his kingly attire. Yeah. And it just is the most 2000 thing I've ever seen. He's there with the, all the kings men, or whatever the fuck they're called. That's... Uh, it's Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, Perry Saturn, and um, Conan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, DDP batters King for real in a match, and everyone's booing him. He gets the nod from not Eric Bischoff, and he's just like, he throws him through a table, and he, they beat him up. Bam Bam Bigelow, Sid, Bam Bam Bigelow comes down, Sid Vicious comes well, down he throws him out, he throws him out through the table Yeah And then King fights back, he gets a chair and he hits DDP with a legal chair in the, on the outside Mm-hmm But then rushing down to the ring comes Sid Vicious and Bam Bam Bigelow and they give him some beef They give him their finishers They give him their finishers and they finish him off with a double diamond cutter yep. BAM He's yep. down on the floor like a sack of shit It's okay though because he's King's men, Perry Saturn and Mr. Perfect are here to help him, but what happens Fletch? They gave an evil glance to each other and then they just go in on the king! They stomp a mud over him. an <laughs> Perry! He's now a former champ as a result of a four-post massacre. <laughs> no one has ever survived this, says Tony Schiavone. David Alcat and Scott Conner, right at the front, just like, No! Losing just like, what's happening? What's that? And I liked that. Yeah. That was really good because I can imagine doing that. Yeah. Like when me and you are watching it at like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and Akira jumps off a house. Yeah, Akira jumps off a house. I'm like, oh, look, oh, cool my look, oh, Titus says, ladies and gentlemen, you have been bear witness to the demise of Jimmy King. He will never fight for WCW again. And they give him the belt to DDP. Do you notice that the belt's different? It's a silver belt. It's not the actual WCW belt. Why didn't they just use a normal one? I don't know. Because they let David Arquette have it. Yeah, he had the normal one. Like, they clearly weren't that protective yeah. of it. Jimmy's been done, that's it. Titus, bad man. Gordy and Sean cry in the van about having allergies, and they crash the shit van. And he says, I kind of always like the smell of it. And he says, yeah, it kind of smells <laughs> like French toast. French toast dipped in shit. Um, oh, I mean, what? I mean... Fletch, a, a van full of poo has <laughs> fallen over. Yeah. Yeah, that's stage one of the joke. Okay. You, what would you do next in this comedy situation? But. Poo all over the place. What, what, is, what is the enemy of poo? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what is the enemy of poo, Fletch? What is the enemy of poo? It's toilet paper. It's toilet paper. Toilet paper. Comedy genius. Toilet paper van crashes into the poop van. Poop goes all over the policeman. Cops so- get pooped. Cop, poopy cops, <laughs> poop, cop. Your hypocrisy in this episode is unbelievable. Because I said poop cop? Yeah, because you're like poop, poopy cop. <laughs> and yeah, and, and you're just like, it makes all these poo jokes. What do you think Mark thinks of the poo jokes? Mark, well, let's see what Mark thinks of the poo Hang on. Jokes. I don't think even ten-year-old child would find this level of simplicity of Oh, it was awful, awful. Oh we didn't like that. He did didn't he? like that at all, no. Okay. <laughs> Gordy says, we gotta get we've gotta find the king. This has all happened for a reason. We've gotta help him get his WCW title back. Cause that is how people think, Fletch, in a sports film. Sure it is, yeah. So we've gotta find the king. So they start hitchhiking and they catch a ride with a load of nuns. And they're having a sing song in the back of the van. Yeah. He says, Do you know any other songs? Do you know any Van Halen? <sighs> they wouldn't have Van Halen, would they? Of course <laughs> they do. Of course they do. They're, they're nuns. nuns. They sing Running with the Devil. They do. They ask each other when they get out of the nun van. He said, Did you fart in that van? He said, I didn't. Swear to God. He says, Oh my God. They were the farting nuns. They meet the Shermanator playing a made up arcade game that looks a little bit like WWF Attitude, doesn't it? No. Jimmy the King arcade okay, machine. The person that Jimmy King is fighting just looks like gold dust in a jumper. Like they've just made. It's like they just used create a character on that game. Yeah, but it looks way worse. Yeah. Didn't they have any games out? WCW had loads of games out. Well, why don't you just play one of them? They could have used WCW back backstage mayhem. Did it have a create character in it? Oh, I don't know. There must have been a WCW game would I've, have got them, a I've got the one on the SNES, but you can't create characters The one I've got on the SNES is the one Wait, where... It's just 2000, you don't need a SNES
1: they I, would have I had... don't
0: need a SNES, but I've got one They would have had to, They would have something out on like the 64 they did or the PlayStation an, Yeah, they did on 64 and they were good Why don't they just make King on it and then play it? I bet... They did it with Fred Durst and the WWF game They put that cunt in a game, why, they can't, why can't they put out of a plat in this? That's true, actually. Yeah. I'd rather play as Oliver Platt from this film than Fred Durst from... Fred Durst. So, The Shermanator is also a King fan. He says, he's down with the King. He says, yeah, King is King. But it makes me want to puke what happened to him last night. But um, my dad says puking's for pussies. He says, I puke all the time, and I ain't pussy. Yeah. He says he's going to help him find Jimmy. He says, I oh, oh, hear he lives in a castle, but how how on earth could the Shermanator help them find a wrestler, Fletch? How, is he just going to pull his address out of the air? <laughs> How's he going to do it? Well, yeah, it's called the internet. Oh, there's a new invention, wasn't there, around 2000, called the internet. Yeah, I forgot. Come on, granddad. The internet's a new thing, and Shermanator is a pro surfer. Yeah. How? Ha- the Planet. Hack the Planet. He says I can find anyone on the net. That's what I'm always shouting. Yeah. Hack the Planet! <laughs> he searches the web, he's looking for King's address, and, and he finds it on uh, Hackers Planet, the, the, the website's called, and it's just got his phone number and everything. Yeah, Where well, he, he lives. Kind of sounds like Hack the Planet though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And while he's doing that, Sean is hilariously dancing to Britney Spears' Hit Me Baby One More Time, and Gordy is making wrestling figures fuck each other. I've seen you do that, so Whoa. don't. OK. Yeah, don't. Think you're so much better than Gordy, don't you? Yet yeah, your lives are parallel. They find the address, but he doesn't live in a castle. They find a massive shack out in the middle of nowhere, and who's a, they knock at the door. Who's there? Only bloody Hilda Spellman. Hilda Spellman there, and she says, I haven't seen him in two years. All that he's left me to remember him by is an itchy crotch. Have you ever seen crabs up close? No. Do you want to? Saucy spell, then. She's she's like a champion poker player, you know. Is she? Yeah. What's she walking around in this shit for? Because she's also an actress slash comedian. That's how it works, isn't it? Well, yeah, you know, like DDP is an actor and also a wrestler. Yeah. And Chris Jericho is a wrestler and also a rock musician and also a twat he's a bit of a twat isn't he he had a pop concert last week I was, I, this I is mean, kind of the same thing yeah I, I mean, understand, I, I understand that he's probably not got much money though bless him he needs to put on gigs probably doesn't make any money because he spent it all on LED jackets I was trying to make a joke about struggling independent artists hell should be them and not the likes of Chris fucking Jericho doing concerts for a load of stupid bikers who are all touching each other smash mouth were there too oh that says it all <laughs> that says it all Fucking idiot. Could you imagine? Get that? in a that fucking sea. Who are you obviously. gonna go and watch? He can't go back. He was supposed to have a match at AEW this week live. We can't do it because he's riddled with biker covid. What a prick. Honestly. Me and Carl went to see Chris Jericho and Fozzie play. Do you know where we went to see him play? Where? Neneaton. That's where they started their world tour one year. And it was a very funny night, but Chris Jericho was a prick. I've seen Fozzie a couple of times at like festivals. Yeah, we went we went to see him and he was a prick. We got meet and greet, but we missed it, because we were getting pissed with my dad. Your dad's in all of these stories this week. He's just always there when there's wrestlers about. Do you think maybe he's secretly a wrestler? Oh, oh, maybe he is. Maybe he's Santos. (laughs) He's like the big boss man. He is like the big boss man. He's the British big boss man. Yeah, They call him the governor. The governor. (laughs) And he comes out to the That's the Bill thing (laughs) He comes out to the Bill thing His finishing move is the brown phone Because when he used to take me to the police station When I was a kid Everyone looked like the Bill And they were always smoking cigarettes On a big brown phone That's what I I took from (laughs) From the police as a child My dad was in Bill Was he? Yeah. Oh, well, he was a he was a uh, street pun extra, wasn't it? Yeah. They always used to do the pub scenes in, in his, the pub. In his regular. Yeah. So he's always in the background playing darts. Yeah. So yeah, Hilda Spellman's there, as long as his as she says, "Tell him I hope his diddly turns black and falls in the crack. Oh. <laughs> What Oh, we talking? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah his his son's there. Son's there. He's massive, got horrible teeth. She says, "Says he's got to pay for my braces, otherwise they're going to repossess him. because that's the kind of hillbilly world that he lives in." Sherman has more ill intel, he says my, in, my research confirms he has at least three kids, two ex-wives and he's filed for bankruptcy three times, three times, three times, three, three times. times but the boys don't believe it, they say it's a conspiracy, this is all not Eric Bishop doing this to besmirch the name of Fat Jerry Lawler so they go and see Jimmy's folks and there, that's where they meet his dad and his dad just says well, that kid's just wasted his life, he could have been a doctor well he could have been an ambulance driver Because he was a fucking idiot, though. You mean a paramedic? A paramedic. I mean, that's a pretty good job. Jimmy was never a bright boy at school. He got, he left at 10th grade. And the boys don't believe it, because they're like, this isn't true. We've read the totally real autobiography that wrestlers write, and it says that you're dead, and he had loads of jobs to pay for the mum. Did you recognize the mum? Drunk lady, gremlins too, doing the cooking show, gets taken over by gremlins. (coughs) BAM! Oh, wow. There we go. Hey. But yeah, it's all bollocks. They just, just talk a load of bollocks to him. Jimmy's a liar. Never meet your heroes. Exactly, exactly. Never meet your heroes. Jimmy King has stolen his folks' motorhome and he's fucked off in a caravan with it. He, he's fucked off, he's not brought it back. They haven't seen him since. Because he's hiding in a hippie wig, linen shades and a lady dress. They go the and they see, they find him, find the caravan. And hey, look, they're on the window and he's like, I can't be him, this is, this is quite disappointing. And it's like, oh, no, it is, it is. But he's a massive loser. He realises that they're wrestling fans, so he charges them 30 quid for five minutes appearance time, baby. And they go in, and he is a sad wreck of a man, isn't he, Fletch? He's got a wig on, he's hiding out. He's in hiding. He is in hiding. He doesn't want anyone to know that he is the loser. He is the loser. Jimmy King. Yeah, because he lost. His explanation says, he done exploited me, now he plans a massacre. He says, massacre. I love that. He says, "I made this league. It's not a league." Yeah, it's not. A, you don't get dropped from WCW and go down to East. EC- well, you did. You do. You did. Oh, right. Okay. It's a league. He says, "I put the asses on the seats, baby." But then he bullshits the boys about how his, his wife's just left him, his boys in a wheelchair, and his parents are dead. And they just say, "That's all poppycock." We've just seen all of those fellas that you've just mentioned. And he goes, "Oh, praise baby Jesus! It's a miracle. Praise the baby Jesus." Now, f- now fuck off yeah that's alright well we'll go and get you some beers you big drunk loser and he gives them some money they go off to get some beers and Sean is like he's good. he says knock knock who's there? drunk Jimmy King hiding in a dress in a caravan but Gordy he's fucking idiot boy and he's like well we need to save him this, this all happened for a reason we need to save the king he's not an idiot he is a believer he's a believer well he has faith mm-hmm. Blind face in all. his little David Arquette eyes. He has faith in wrestling. His little he face. believes in wrestling. He does. And do you know what David Arquette does believe in? Wrestling. He does believe in wrestling. And do you know what happened to him? What? He nearly died because of that. Do you know what? Well, uh, do you know what? I'm gonna nip this in the bud. But do you know what? I've had enough of this. I've had enough of you bad David Arquette. Hmm? I'm not David Arquette. I've had enough of you bad-mouthin, David. Oh, Arquette. do you know what? Listen, no more. No more. No. He was in Scream. know he was in Scream. He married Courtney Cox. Oh. He is now a wrestler, with a powerful milf wife. He did it! He got his neck cut open! Well that's why he differs from me then, does that make him better than me, because he got stabbed in the neck? Doesn't make him worse than you. I could have been stabbed in the neck. So they take the beers back for him, and he tries to tell like, them like King is just a character baby, it's a gimmick, isn't it? He's just like, I'm just this fat loser living in a caravan, never meet your heroes. He says, Sinclair created and owns my character. It's over. I have had a lovely time with you, you fucking weird wrestling fans, but fuck off out me caravan. He says, but you're the king, you can beat anyone. He says, the poor, the poor idiot boys can't grasp that wrestling isn't real, Fletch. He says, you know, you, you know it's a show, right? It's just like dancing, just like dancing. I'm a dancing clown, but this dancing clown just got fired, baby. That's all it is. Listen to me, you pair of dumb shits. There ain't no king, it's a fake creation. I ain't even a has-been. I'm a never-was. You got it, stupid? They look broken, broken boys. And Gordy says, how can you be fake if we believe in you? We need you king. And the fans need you to rise above and take Sinclair down. And then Jimmy just instantly changes his mind and goes, all right then, yeah, I will do that. He does change his mind and then they rile him all up and he said if you don't let go of me, I will rule you! And they're like yeah, that's the king of well, He won. said it, he said it! He's like the old Stone Cold. We need the OLD Stone Cold! We need the OLD Jimmy King! <laughs> yeah. And he wakes up in the morning, he wakes up in the morning by pouring beer on him, he says I've thought about it lads. Let's go on that road trip. Let's ride! dick Lit. Lit a dick 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 Lit by name, lit by nature. It's on fire. The road trip is on. Jimmy King is on board. They are going to try and recapture that forgotten WCW magic. At the WCW show, Mean Gene's there. Introduced the main event tonight at this show is Sid Vicious versus Sting in a hardcore match. Whoa! I'd watch that. Uh, DDP's fighting Disco Inferno. Uh, uh, the uh, champ? Yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow arrives in a limo. He does. Wait a second. Bam, bam, binglo's there. Yeah, he just turns up in a turns up in a limo. Why, is, make, why is DDP be... fighting fucking Disco Inferno then? Because he's on the same side apparently. This is how it works, wrestling. Why aren't you getting fight gold? She's a brick house. Nitro Girls dressing room. <laughs> they're all they're all getting ready for the show. Just walking around in bra and pants and like and all that sort of shenanigans going on. Spray. Charmels in there. Charmel. Okay. okay. The what, the queen. <clears throat> Stop it. like getting a cap <clears throat> Stop ah! it. But yeah, they're looking in the room and they're going boobs, boobs, naked boobs, 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 naked boobs. That sounds a bit like Chaz and Dave, do it, <laughs> rabbit, 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 rabbit. Oh, I tell you, we're just hitting out all the stuff that the Americans are going to get this week, aren't we? Chaz and Dave. <laughs> rabbit, <laughs> rabbit, 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 This rabbit, is rabbit, a bus. This is a bust. So far you spoke about Biker Grove, Chas and Dave, The Bill, <laughs> the, bill. <laughs> the, the Bill! The brown phones in The Bill. The brown phones in The Bill, yeah. This is impenetrable. This episode has required reading if you're not okay, from yeah. here. Okay. I'll just give you a second to Google The Bill. Was it worth it? No. No, it's awful. No. This is where we meet Rose McGowan. She's there. This is Sasha, she's a Nitro girl. She says, can I help you really? And he says, yeah, we're just here to look at your breasts. (laughs) Sorry, I don't mean your breasts. We're the plumbers, we've come to check your pipes because they're round and large. The baddies are here, DDP and Goonies, walking into town. They're about to film a promo. DDP says, it's about time you put the strap on me, Titus. He said, anyone's better than Jimmy King. He's an ungrateful tub of lard. They sneak Jimmy back in backstage in one of their portaloos because they are... People of the Portaloos, they are poo men. Okay, they park the Portaloos up. They park the Portaloos up, yeah. Park it up. And the baddies are here, DUP and Goonies walk in. And DDP says, it's about time you put this strap on me, Titus. And Titus says, anybody's better than Jimmy King. Jimmy King is an ungrateful tub of Jimmy King is hiding in the Portaloos and he can hear all this vicious sass and he's like, I am the king, I will rule you when I've drunk these huge beers and they will laugh at the king. But DDP says, I don't know what the kids think about this, about you putting the belt on me. He says, I'll tell you what about the fucking kids, DDP. The kids will like whatever I tell them to do because I'm not Eric Bischoff. He's a bad man, he says, I tell them who to love. Gordy and Sean see this and you can see their little hearts breaking like the wrestling magic is shattering before their eyes. King has had enough! The King has had enough, and he bursts out of the toilets. DDP's promo causes him to burst out of the toilets because he calls him a fat whale. Like a raging beast. He does, he said, I ain't no damn bum! And he smashes DDP and Titus with a baking tray, because that's what you keep in the toilet. Brilliant. And then he smashes them around the toilet seat. And that's it, some grabs happen. Some graps happen, yeah. He's, he's chucking... He's chucking DDP around and I'm just watching it and it's wrestling. It's wrestling he chucks him into the port loop and he says, now you're my shit house bitch. Right. That's you think that's shit, but if I was watching wrestling in the 90s and someone threw someone in a portal and, and called say, a shit house bitch. Now you're my shit house bitch, people would be like making lists on YouTube to this day yeah. about that time that Jimmy King threw DDP in a portal and called him a shit-house bitch! People would be talking about it forever. It'd be like his Austin 316 It would be, yeah That was King of the Ring Oh, King of the Ring? King of Ringos? Oliver Platt, mate, was subliminal King, he hits DDP with an axe angle off the top of a loop. He makes the cover and the ref count They say, do your job, ref, do your job The ref under duress. Yeah, he counts one, two, three And then Mean Gene says, well I guess we've got a new WCW champion And then Goonies goes, hang on a minute This is how wrestling works You can't just turn up and have an unsanctioned match but if you want a match, you can have a match. It's like, yeah, okay, well, what is it? You've got one match and it's a steel cage. All you've got to do is survive. And if you survive, you get the belt and a million dollars. But if you lose, you forfeit your crown and you can never come back to WCW. So he has so he has got a win, really, hasn't he? The gauntlet has been lame. King is like, you know, oh, he's worried about it. But I say, don't worry about it, King, because tonight we rejoice with King in his motor castle. They play House of Pain, jump around, and all the wrestlers start dancing with the Nitro Girls. Wrestlers in their... in Hawaiian shirts. Nitro Girls, in tartan nothing, dancing to Jungle Boogie. boaddle boo boo Jungle Boogie, boo What yeah. a scene, what I a scene. I admit at this point that I didn't actually like Gordy. This is... I found Gordy quite irritating. I know, I know, you hate him, don't you? I do hate him, I do hate him. Yeah. And do you know what? What? Do you know why that is? Because it's, it's like looking in a mirror. Yeah, he does an awful dance. a jungle boogie. Uh, Disco Inferno and Booker T are wearing powerful shirts at this point. Does Booker T realise that this is a film? Uh, probably, he think No, I think he probably talks to Jerry Lawler when he goes back to uh, WWE and says, Remember that time you did a triple cage with DDP? And he's like, no, mate, that was a film. That was a, that was a film. And then he just went, five times! <laughs> yeah, then he just screams sucker at him and then walks away. And does another bomb. We were talking about that... WWE pay-per-view that we watched and how we regretted it the horror one oh yeah and I feel like the one redeeming thing on it was seeing Booker T's twirly moustache oh he's got a powerful moustache now, hasn't he? yeah very powerful facial hair he looks like a Tim Burton character mm. he looks like a powerful wizard of types someone like, they'll go into a room that's full of books, That the room hasn't been open for years and Booker T will go yes, in his King Booker voice King Booker, yeah. Not only is the king in this, Queen Shamel is in this as well. She's one of the uh, Nitro girls doing Jungle Boogie. Jungle Boogie. Jimmy King makes a run for it. He falls down a manhole. Why? Because Mean Jean asks it. Mean Jean says, "Do people find me sexy?" He says, "I think you're, fe- you're sexy, Mean Jean. So he says, "I'm going to train for my death match by eating a raw egg." And he's like, "Oh, I can't hack it." Falls down the sewers. The boys have arranged a trader. Out the trainer he says I, I don't need a trainer I need a safe house baby a new identity from the FBI or a fast car like Tracy Chapman <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared baby I'm scared and I said we can help the boys have got him they've signed him up with the trainer Sal Bandini they're going to go and see him but before then they sing a made up song about how King is the best so yes, yeah, Sam Bandini want a wrestle so he's beating up kids in his flat because that's what I do, he's, he's a Stu Hart, isn't he? He's supposed to be like he's Stu, supposed Hart. To be Stu Hart. And he just used to beat people up, forgetting the whole reason that wrestling's fake. Sorry <laughs> stop, guys, it's not fake! So don't train each other to hit each other. Speaking of which, disgusting scenes. Seth Rollins, kendo sticking the big fat son of Rey Mysterio those lines on him. That's not wrestling, Seth, that's hitting a boy with a stick. How old is Rey Mysterio? son? About five. He was older than that when we found out that Rey Mysterio is not his dad. Well, he's not, look, because Eddie Guerrero's his dad, really, isn't he? You can I'm your like, puppy! You can tell from his heart, Yeah, Yes! For <laughs> yes, oh, yes. shake your shoulders off. <coughs> I miss you, Eddie. Oh, speaking of missing Eddie, you'll, you'll have something to remind you of him soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going for the... Are uh, you getting a powerful Latino mullet? I'm growing a powerful Latino mullet. I was talking to yourself, and Mark, about this on our group chat online. I said I couldn't decide whether to go for the crystal tips, yeah, or just the full Stacey Keach, the, 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 the full Keach, yeah, or just the crystal tips of uh, Michael Hayes. Oh no, you don't want Michael well, don't Hayes. Want, don't want, oh, no, I think you just answered your own question. Well, there you go then. But what I thought we could do is crystal tips on top, so it's like an icy mountain of rock. Do you know what I mean? And then, how do you get off this mountain? How'd uh, you get off it? Down the slope. Down the powerful golden slide at the back. Your hair's kind of like, at the top, it's kind of the right length now. I oh no! yeah, yeah, that's it, like yeah. Shock. A shock. shock. I hair. need to get some bleach in that. And then this bit, I ain't never cutting it back. Are you going to bleach your beard and look like Father Christmas? No. Are you going to have it, are you, please like dye it black? It's already starting to go grey. Dye it black. I'm not dyeing it black. Dye it black. I look like Drew... Guys, like, <laughs> and then just bleaching like the mustache bit, like Hollywood Hulk Hogan or Billy Graham. Billy Graham would be better than Hulk Hogan. Wouldn't it? I, like, so you like Billy Graham? Yeah, I like him. Mate, like really. you look sick. You look fucking sick, dye all the way. I want to look like one of the Dynamic Dudes, John John Maronitis and was it Shane Douglas? Was he in the Dynamic Dudes? I can't go, I can't <laughs> I like, no. They all looked the same at one point in WCW, didn't they? they really did. They all just had. Mollets oh, Powerful, powerful Bobby Eaton oh, There's a reason they called him Beautiful Beautiful Barb, yeah. yeah Beautiful Bob's mullet was so long Oh, it wafts in the wind like a powerful bush It was insane he would, he would come running across the ring And it would just be flapping like a cape Flapping like a cape Or like, you know you know Sporting When he jumps off a house Yeah Like that Or if you go to Spain And it's a bit windy And you can see the palm trees Yeah They're rocking But they ain't knocking They ain't coming down What? <laughs> I don't know. Bobby Eaton. Beautiful Bobby. That's what... Beautiful Bobby's mullet is just... Yeah, he, glorious. He, he makes me think of fantasy characters and beaches. He's like a beefy Rapunzel. He's like an 80s Samson. He's powerful. So yeah, they go to see Sal Bandini, didn't they? Yeah. Inside, he twists him up like a pretzel and he kicks the shit out of him because, you know, he just beats him up. you your trainer man. Say your trainer man. For wrestling. Uh, Gordy goes to see Sasha, takes her some bananas because there's no flowers left. She asked him if uh, she says, oh, I didn't know you speak flat Spanish, are you fluent? And he touches his head and he goes, no, I'm all right. That was the one joke <laughs> I smiled at in this film. I'm glad. Yeah, because it's a dead joke. It's a terrible, terrible dead joke. So Sasha, Rose McGowan, asks Gordy, says, how are your training getting on? Why don't you show me some of your moves? Meaning, let's get some sexy time. So he said, he just wrestles her and she goes, no, in the bedroom, show me some of your moves. And, uh, so he goes in there. And she goes in there, it. wrestles her and she takes her top off and says, "Now I reveal my secret weapons." And he goes, For an object!" and Smacks her in the face. I think I know why she didn't like this film. Yeah. I th- why? I mean, why? She probably thought it was shit. Every scene that she's in is fucking stupid. He's missed the police exam because he's he's run off with an old wrestler and he's diddled a nitro girl. He has lost his virginity though. He tells his dad this on the postcard, and his dad shoots the fridge. Oh dear. He was, uh, he's angry. Because he wanted him to do the police exam. He wants him to be a super trooper at the end of the day. He says he'll come back. They go to the gym to ask Goldberg for help. He's like, we need to, we need to get your posse together so that you can fight the likes of Bam Bam Bigelow <laughs> and Perry Saturn. You know, because they've been milling around like bad lads. I tell you, you could have teamed with at that gym. Who could he team with? Big Match John. Big Match. Where? I didn't. Big Match John is in the back. Big Match John is lifting weights, all of the weights. Big is he, match John. Uh, where? John Cena. Can we show you the bit show me the bit. Can we find it? Cue it up and pause it for me. He's there in the back, look. I'm sorry. I can't see him. Do you know what? I can't see him. At all. Do you know what? I knew you were gonna say Wait, it, I knew you were gonna say it. Wait, show me again, rewind Stop it. it. Stop it. I knew you were gonna say it. I can't it. see you. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew you were going to say it, but I thought better, I thought better of you. And I sat and I went and put the fucking film on, and I showed it to you, and you said... I can't see it. I'm partially sighted, Flex. you do know that. Um, you know, so you're mocking my disability now. I quit. Quit, where are you going? I quit. Yeah, apparently, it, I've read on the internet, John Cena's in this but I've never seen him. Quit. Oh, he's gone now. So that, that's it then, ladies and gentlemen, that, that'll be... What it takes. Joke about John Cena was the uh, straw that broke the camel's back. He'll be back. They always come back. I will shut him down a host. Fletcher, he's left me now. Let's let's have a little look at what, what Mark Adams is doing now. It's completely incongruous. Why the fuck didn't they just get Hulk Hogan to play Hulk Hogan instead of whatever the fuck this is? No, he's still furious. I think Fletch, Fletcher, you can come back. Fletcher, come on. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, they're going to see Goldberg, and apparently it's written somewhere that John Cena's in the background. If I'm honest, you know me. We watch these ghost shows when it says, Did you see it? Did you? No, never. Never once have I seen it. But you still insist on sitting up all night watching them, don't Yeah, but then they scare me. I can't sleep. Yeah? can't sleep because of the heat, so I watch the ghost programs, but then I can't sleep because I've got the fear, because I think there's going to be old lady at the window. See, uh. you're the scared one. El Chupacabra! Might be knocking at the cryptids, there! What's that? The goat sucker. It's the Mothman. <laughs> Not the Mothman! The Mothman <laughs> <a> point, <gasps> a point Pleasant! With his red eyes! Saying that, I was reading a thing last night about eagles so big that people think they are men in bird suits. Like Mothman? I like the Mothman. Mm. 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 What about here? There's no big birds around here, mate. No, we have big cats and a shug monkey. Shug Monkey, we've talked about that. That's the dog-faced monkey man, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we talked about that. We've seen it. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. When did you see it with your own nice? eyes? Tell me the tale. Oh, do you know what? We haven't spoken about this in a while, but oh, well, we you know, you are dabbling you know with the black do, arse, aren't you? You know that I dabble in the occult. Okay, that's how I look so youthful. Okay. So what's that got to do with the, the, the monkey man? Oh, it's just outside of Cambridge. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The what? last. The, the Shug Monkey, the last sighting of the Shug Monkey the And you saw it? A policeman saw, saw it just outside of Cambridge in 1974 1974? You said you've seen it since? Yes When? It was in 2015 I was travelling there for personal reasons Yeah, okay, alright You don't want them to ask you why you had a day off You'd gone diddling? No it was? You'd been on a diddling mission again? No You got to Exmoor? Carry on. So you saw this monkey. Well, what happened was I got really drunk and lost. That's how all your stories start. I saw I an, an. adder Got really drunk and I killed a politician. I saw an adder. I didn't kill a politician. <sighs> I saw an adder. Yeah, a, that's a snake. Yes. That and it look. Looked, like yeah, but I, I chased the adder because I wanted to get a picture of it. All right. Right. So I kept so I kept chasing it, but then it was really dark because I was just in rural Cambridge. <laughs> like Ugh! Like, everything was oh dark. Oh, my God! But then, do you know what Stay I heard? clear the moors! Do you know what I heard? Chuck <laughs> monkey. But did you see it? Yeah, it bit me. I woke up moments later, face down in a field. Wow. Well, no sign of the Shug monkey. No sign of it. So they go and ask Goldberg. He says, no, I work alone. I work alone, and I won't work for that Jimmy King shitbag, because, like, I'll be honest with you, lads, he's let me down. I work alone. He's like Batista. No, he walks alone. Oh. Perry Satin and Sid, street punks. Now you can tell they're street punks because so they've got black leather waistcoats on. No sleeves, black trousers like you were dressed last week. They break into Settle Bandini's place and uh, they beat the old man up. They tried to beat him up, but he beats them with uh, nerve holes and shenanigans. But Sid Vicious has enough of this and he smashes a nice corner table over him. Gotta have that little twat. Bosh. And then Sid Vicious does his street punk face. Yeah. Wrestlers are the best street punks in films, are at, at the hospital, they've gone to the hospital. Sasha calls Titus. Fucking Sasha? Rose McGowan? She's a mole, fledged. can you believe this? Yeah, because what does he say to her on the phone? He says, I love you. And he's like, how does head nitro girl sound? Oh, he does, yeah, and she says, mm-hmm. She's already head nitro girl. I thought she was, yeah. 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 How about you keep your job? Keep your job. Oh yeah. no, maybe that's it. <gasps> maybe. maybe she was supposed to be a sympathetic character all along. But well, Gordy sees this and he's like, she's the twife. Yeah, she literally does it in front of him. Yeah, because he goes to get something from the uh, one of the many coke machines that all of the films that we do now have got in. He's going for a Butterfinger. Finger. Oh, Butterfinger, that's it, yeah. So Sal's final lesson as well to um, Big Fat Jerry Lawler is always attack a man's strengths. No one ever expects you to expect... To uh, to attack the strongest part of the four, up the middle, that's where the action is. And that's the same in life. I'm giving you a life lesson. I know you got demons, but don't run away. And this is the moral of the movie, never run away from your demons, your demoni. I I beg to differ. Mm -hmm. Face your demons, face them, what, are you going to run away from them? Well, you've been fiddling with demons though, haven't you? With With your night practices. Yes. With your voodoo capers. Yes. Sal says that you need to get back to basics and then Kid Rock plays I don't want to be a cowboy baby. There is two Kid Rock songs. In there the is, song. yeah. And they're driving back to uh, to take things back to basics. Uh, Ken goes to see his wife and she, she she kicks him in the dick. And he says, "I'm sorry." I says, "I'm sorry." So she kicks Spell him in the dick again. again. kicks him in the dick again. Says, "I'm going to get that belt back and I'm going to get a million dollars." I'm gonna pay all my debts off, I'm gonna do right by you and I'm gonna sort his awful teeth out. They arrive in Wyoming, Gordy's cop dad, picks him up immediately, takes him away to do the cop exam that we were talking about earlier on. You've got a, you know, education, think about it. Think about it. It's like military school in Bill and Ted, but it's not as funny. Crushing his dreams, his spandex dreams, pop! Popping them like that, parents. But he goes home and he starts studying. Sean and Jimmy, immediately that night, they turn up at his window and they're like, we need you to come down to Vegas, baby. The Vegas, Vegas, baby. And help me rule ass. Let's go. And he says, I can't. He says, this is it. I need the dream to end. Take down your sting posters. Stop going to festivals. Stop working at festivals. Stop going up to Leeds to rise and all that. Stop doing Hope shows and BWR. And it's fine. It's fine. So Gordy's not coming. So they start tryouts in a barn that says "Join the King's Posse Tryouts Today." Then none of these people are wrestlers, and Jimmy King's just punching normal men in the ring. He's just like that's the, not true. All the townsfolk turn up. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, there's there's Satan's sirens twins are there. Yeah, yeah. But the people that get that get picked are Fireman Fred. He'll hold you. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, the Brilliant. Che- The chewer. He chews up tobacco and spits it out. Oh. And then there's a girl there called Pretty Kitty and they're like, well, what can you do? And she takes her clothes off. Her skill is she's powerfully shiny. She's got that. powerful milfitude. Powerful milfitude. Oliver Platt says, what's she going to do? Boob him to death. Uh, which is, he's got a point. Yeah, he's got a point. Maybe that's it though, isn't it? Because they did this scene and you as the audience are like, I don't, what, what? What? And then he does it. He represents us in the scene. That's it, yeah. Big matches tomorrow, the townsfolk throw a parade to honour the king as he leaves. He's going to Vegas so that, you know, everyone's gone to wave him off. Townsfolk throw a parade, Wendy turns up, Willow from Bandcamp, from American Pie. She's not actually Willow. I know she's not, but yeah. So she's there with Sean and he's like, do you know what, I will get it on with you because now I've realised over the first hour of this film, I've learned something. that you've, you've, you've got to take it when you can. And the appearances aren't everything. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I do love this wrestling girl. She's she's beautiful. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what they're saying is like, they're comparing her to the vapid taco lady. Vapid taco girl. What's her name? Vapid Britney. Britney. Yeah, because of course it's Britney. Of course it is. We want someone with a little bit more substance, a little bit more beef to her. She's basically just Britney from Daria. So she gets in and she's like, look, he says, look, we should get together. But before, I'm going to have to go, and she says, right, before you go, let's have a quick shifty in this van. Let's do some knocking boots. Knocking boots. And he leaves her in the WCW NWO quill. Vegas, the MGM Grand. It's the Royal Bash. WCW Showtime. Nitro Girls are dancing in PVC to Baby and My Barney by old dirty bastard. Finally, we see Sting we see right at the end of the film and this is the only point you see Sting Oh I know, you. oh And what does this cunt Titus Sinclair do? He gives Sting an ultimatum gives is Sting what he an does I mean, Sting is stoically sat in a dark locker room Like always Yeah And he says you need to stop DDP He's baseball bat Yeah If you don't stop DDP I will kill you He threatened to kill Sting Mistake number one, Bambino that's the stinger, and he'll sting you. Let alone Goldberg and his tattoo being tougher than you. This fella will sting you. He's got scorpions on his legs, mate. You fucking twatty. He's got scorpions on his leg, and he dresses like the crow, and you think you could, can... Ah! Showtime, Sean is dressed like a pimp in a red suit. A pimp in a red suit, I think I look good in that. In that red suit, no, no. red hat. No? No, you're no? too pallid. Too pallid? How yes. about a pink one? Far too pallid. Mauve Maroon <laughs> But the main event is Oh yeah, and he, he gets his legs set on fire in the pyros He does yeah, But his, his suit's still there in the next scene So anyway Cage of Death It's time for the Cage of Death oh, oh. Are we here already? Cage of Death What happens in the Cage of Death? What, you, what would you assume happens in the Cage of Death? Tell me about it We've seen it with our own eyes This match is like a stage on the Crystal Maze it is. It looks like a cake of pain. Like a wedding cake of pain! <laughs> You're married to pain! <laughs> so explain it to me. Tell me the gimmick. What's, what's, what's the gimmick in this match? It's a triple-decker cage pyramid. It is a triple-decker cage pyramid. With rope ladder going all the way up. Yeah, but they don't use the last cage. They just climb on that to get to the belt. Well now you've ruined it. Oh. Anyway. The rope ladder is made of steel. It is made of steel. The match starts, they're in there. Mono in mono, DDP puts up the diamond cutter and Sean says to him, you do realise the diamond cutter upside down just looks like a pussy? Uh, uh if I was DDP, I'd be like, no. no. No, I'm not having that joke in the film because people are going to be doing that to me every time I go out. <laughs> Damn it upside down is a pussy. That's really immature. It is really immature. And exactly the kind of thing that I would do if I saw DDP at a show being a baddie. Well, Sean, because he's the manager, he throws like that. He talks him like Mr. Fuji. He talks him like Mr. Fuji. And DDP goes, ah, you know that doesn't work because wrestling's not real. And while he's sassing him, he doesn't realise that Sean's handcuffed him to the ring. Oliver Platt gets the ladder out. Bosh. Doing some stuff with the ladder. He's going to go up to the next cage, but wait. It's, it's Ermintrude Guerrero Hooventude Hooventude Ermintrude. Ermintrude's is, is, is auntie <laughs> Auntie Ermintrude, Hooventude Guerrero <laughs> and a masked man! Who is this masked man, Fletcher? He has a really elaborate mask He does, it, it looks like a mask that you would use in like a It's it, like a green man mask, isn't it? It's like something you'd see at the Caribbean carnival Yeah He's like Electro from Spider-Man. Yes, yes he is. From the one from the comics with the big yellow things sticking out of his head. That's exactly what he looks like. (laughs) He's fat Electro. They come out from under the ring and uh, Jimmy takes them down. Terry Funk style, with the ladder around his neck, his ladder skills. The masked wrestler Fletch. Who do you think it is? Well, it can only be... The son of Jimmy King. The Prince. The Prince himself. He says, what are you doing, son? And he says, I'm paying you back for being." Shitty, you didn't sort me teeth out. And Jimmy's getting battered out there at the hands of the punk wrestlers and the likes of Bam Bam Bigelow and all the bad wrestlers. Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn. Mr. Perfect. Ugh, and his own son. But wait, a heavenly door opens. The good guys are here to help the king. It's Goldberg, Booker T, Billy Kidman and Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno, there he is! Yeah. He was, him and Booker were dancing at the Good Guy Party. He was, yeah, so he's been he's been involved all along. They can't get the problem is though, like you said, Bam Bam Bigelow came down earlier on. They opened the cage, locked it back up before yeah. their shenanigans. Goldberg can't get in. How can we get in? Not even the iron hues of Goldberg's biceps can bend the metal. His NFL hands can't get in. How do they <laughs> open it though, Fletch? From behind them. Whoosh! A police bike, very much like the one from chips, flies through the sky and smashes open the gate and lands in the middle it's of the ring. It's David Arquette! It's David Arquette, because now he is the lawman, aka the law! And he's come to help help the king. He's got a state troopers uniform and he's cut the he's legs. He's cut the sleeves off He's, he's got got cut the sleeves and legs off it because there's only one way there's only one way you can improve any garment. Take the sleeves off. Remove the sleeves. Yeah. And that's it. He got. His, he must have passed his exam, and then he's gone straight out. He's doing copying and wrestling. That's it. Gordy, in his policeman's uniform, spears the prince, the son of king, and Goldberg stands him up, and he says, "Nice spear, kid." As he's walking away, Gordy says. Who you calling, kid? He's sassing Goldberg already. He's been and, here five minutes. And do you know what? what? It wasn't a nice spear. It wasn't, mate. It wasn't like a Goldberg spear. It was like an edge spear. <sighs> oh, oh, shit. Oh. Come at me. Come at me. King is in the second cage, and so is DDP. Sasha is inside the cage, and she gets knocked out with the ladder. She's just stood. Stood knocking around inside this cell. She was at the bar on the second cage and she just popped down. Popped down to have a look. And was like, oh, there's fighting going on. Yeah. Cage number three. How can they get to cage number three? But who is up in the top? In the rafters there? Oh, they're fighting on top. They're fighting on top. But you know, you know where this is. This is the rafters. This is is the territory of the Crow Man. (laughs) This is Sting territory. This is Sting's. This is his domain. Yeah, and he stands there looking down. You never go near the rafters at a WCW show. Never. The Fools! Have you not seen it? Have you not seen it? Sting watches in the rafters and and kicks DDP off the cage. He swings down. Kaka! He swoops through and kicks DDP off because he has no master. He has no master. You can't tell me what to do, not Eric Bischoff. Joe Pantoliano, you cannot tell the Stinger what to do. He is an agent of chaos. He kicks him down and he falls down and then Sting swoops down to the kids very much like the crow and he puts up a thumb and he says, Jimmy King's alright with me! But he says it with his like miserable like crow Crow face. yeah. Because he's all... Do you know the thing I I love the most about the crow character? (laughs) Is that he's got the look, he looks like the crow and he's all like, I'm brooding and mad. But he's still Sting. But he's still like surfer, woo! Surfer Sting. What about Joker Sting? Oh god. So yeah he says Jimmy King's alright with me And then Sean tells Sting that he loves him And Sting just punches him in the face And Gordy gets so excited and he says Punch me in the face now They both get a punch in the chops from Sting What did that tell you? Agent of Chaos Agent of Chaos No got, allegiance You ain't got time for love He has no allegiance here DDP and the King are on top of the cage And DDP says Who the hell are you fighting for? Old man And he says me and then King slams DDP through all three cages, and it looks like if that had happened, he'd have just dropped dead. King wins. King wins. King wins. King wins. He doesn't drop dead though because he is not a life. normal man. He is not a lesser man. He is DDP. He's DDP. Redemption for the kings. Redemption for the king. Outside. Not Eric Bischoff Guy from the Goonies Rolling on the floor And the fans turn on him He turns round And he faces a crowd Of juggalos And he says I made wrestling And then God, he says No You didn't make wrestling All of these fans Made wrestling These juggalos These people in hockey shirts These M&M, it, M&M fans It stinks of cheese in here They pay your mortgage It smells like Cheese and cores Yeah And mini cheddars And ball sweat And <laughs> it? <What's-its? laughs> So that's it. The crowd goes wild. Goldberg offers to be his tag team partner because me and Gene says now that you've won the belt, you obviously want to form a tag team because that's how wrestling works. And Goldberg says, you know, we were tag team partners before. and You puked on me back in the old days, but I want to be your partner now. And King says, no, there's somebody else here. Where is he? Where is he? There's somebody else in the crowd. I want to be my partner. And who is it, Fletch? David Alquette. David. the lawman. The lawman. He says, AKA the law. And he says, We've got a new manager, Sean Sugar Daddy Dawkins, and the crowd goes wild. And that's it. The end. Goldberg stands in the back. Yeah. He does look really sad. And then, ding, at the other end, don't give a shit. It's just like a Booker T is right behind them, just like, yay! yay! I don't know what's going on. So yeah, it ends with Sean talking to the kids from the start of the film about how you know. They love WCW, but this time, they're on the cover of the WCW magazines and the kids, it say, like, dreams do come true. And the dream has come true because Goldberg's there to beat up Frank Zappa's son. <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg beats up Frank Zappa's son. And then we get a terrible cover of We Will Rock You. And then it's the end, but it's not because Sal Bandini's in the back of the car with a couple of Nitro girls and he says, God bless America. Well, there we go. The year 2000, WCW movie. Overlooked by the Academy. Overlooked by the Academy. The Academy? Yeah. The (laughs) (laughs) Academy. Fletch, what's, what was that, what was that, oh shit, Malachi, Malachi. There is no Malachi. Come back. Malachi is the conduit. Come back. I am the Tatmaster. I have been swimming in a sea of tat for years. You know what you have done, Fletch? Fletch, what's happening? What did you do, Fletch? What did you do? What did you do? It holds me from the inside. Well you know how the Tech Academy died oh, the other I can't. week. <laughs> and I I needed a new way to pick how we do the films for next week. Yeah. Well, I did a seance. Oh my god, you know how this happened last time. I'm really sorry. I had oh, to kill goodness. one of your cats to get the blood oh, out. I, love the I can't I feel sick, fletch! I feel just hang on. i picked pick up a up a pen, fletch! Just hold this. Uh. <laughs> 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 What's it say? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Oh he's throwing up. Oh god, it's all black! Oh, god does it! Oh! Oh my god! I blacked out for a minute. Did we finish did we finish the show? What's this? It says HP Love's Crafts Reanimator. That's next week's film. What happened? I'm sorry, Malachi. What happened? Why are the I'm really sorry. Down? What's happened to the cat? I'm sorry. Is this? Oh, we need Mark back. You, you are the conduit. I, I am the conduit for what? For the Tac Academy. The Tac Academy beyond the grave is trying to talk to us and tell us what to do next week. <laughs> okay. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do it. Voodoo. Thank you very much for joining us this week on Super Tap Film Club. Please give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Give us five stars and wherever you get your podcast radio just... shows from. I think I've hit a lull now. I think, I feel like something's happened. I just seem to have expelled all my energy. You, okay. Oh, that's not funny. Huh? That's not funny. What, Don't, what, what was that? Okay, we'll let's... see you next week. Mark will be back next week when apparently, I mean, Fletch, can you sort your writing out? You're 30 years old. I didn't you? write it, you wrote it. You are the conduit. <sighs> see you next week for the 1985 classic, Reanimator.